Hi, I'm Keith Allen, and I play Murphy on Z Nation, and I listen to One Up Gaming Podcast. One up gaming is behind me. Let me get in beast mode. If you wanna try me, you don't need a cheap code. Kante is who I be to you. It's Mr. Hero, legendary adversary. Flows considerably though. I'm a super saiyan. I got dragon balls. I wouldn't lie. You might think I'm playing when I'm saying I can really fly. When I'm on the track, you feel the energy I'm pushing. I put me on the map. One up gaming's who I'm talking about. I'm the rapping master chief. Epic to say the least. Contain the hero. Better etch that in your memory. And so the one up gaming for the show. I'll contain the hero is really gonna show up. Hello, one and all. It's me, David. It's One Up Gaming. We are live. It's episode 176. And it's just me. Deal with it. So, this week, it's going to be a very quick sort of podcast. I will just sort of say what I have been playing, go into a little bit of the detail of the games. Then we'll move into some news, because there's been a couple of games that have been announced, and a couple of bits and bobs. Then I'll just sort of say what's been happening on the website, and then that will be it. So, first of all, we have an album out, and our album is called Games Inspired Music. It is available on iTunes and Google Play and Spotify, Apple Music, all those sort of things. Please buy it, stream it, play it. 20% of the sales will go to the charity Child's Play. So that's going to a great cause there. It's only $5.99, I believe, to buy. So it's not exactly expensive, and everything that you do helps us buy new equipment, buy bits and bobs, and it also helps the Child's Play charity. The next thing I would like to sort of say is... We have an Eagle Box for sale on our other website, which is ougtech.co.uk. And with that, I will let Justin talk about it. So I will play this now, and I will just sit here like a moron. Hey guys, Justin here. I wanted to take a minute to talk to you about this thing we're really getting into here at One of Gaming. It's called the Eagle Box, and it's a tiny Android console that, with a high-quality wireless controller, connects to your TV via HDMI. And then it gives you instant access to all kinds of retro games. It comes pre-installed with uh, 
Android TV and the movie apps and all the fun stuff like Cody that you would expect from an Android box. But, in addition to that, I mean, this is like me going off and saying, but wait, there's more! It can play PS1, MAME, Dreamcast, N64, Neo Geo, Atari, NES, SNES, Game Boy, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance, Sega Master System, Sega Mega Drive, or, you know, Sega Genesis back in the real world, what are you going to call it? Commodore 64, Amiga, ZX Spectrum, you know, I mean, I could go on for days with the amount of games that this thing can play. And if, by chance, you happen to run out of memory, it, it, it has an expandable memory slot too, so you can keep adding on to your game library if that's what you think. Unlike a lot of these uh, other Android-based consoles out there, it supports up to 1080p, it includes a TV remote, and... I, got, I can't. I mean, I can't speak highly enough about this thing. It, it does everything you'd want it to, and it's a media device too. So, if you're into quality retro gaming, and I, and you know, I know, we, you know, Nintendo has this, uh, you know, NES Classic console coming out in November, and it's going to be sixty bucks US or whatever. But you can start now. I mean, you could play these games on your TV right now, rather than having to wait, and probably not even be able to get a unit, you know, one of those NES Classic consoles due to, you know, sheer nostalgic demand. I mean, the pre-orders are going to be crazy. Why go through that when you can get an Eagle Box from 1UP Gaming right now and start playing those classic games right now? And then, when you're done playing games, I mean, you could watch movies and do a host of other things media-related, all in one device. It comes with a wireless controller, it comes with a TV remote, and you can you know, record live TV if you want. I mean, this is one of these things it does. It's, you know, it, 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 it's a full media device. It can record virtually anything you think, anything you want to do on Android, you can do on here because it is a full Android device. And for those of you familiar with Kodi, it comes with that pre-installed. So, go to One Up Gaming, go to our website, okay, check it out, and get yourself an Eagle Box. Don't bother going to eBay. You know, who knows what's going to be there. If <laughs> I mean, you never know what you're getting out of eBay. I mean, how many times have I been burned? I can't even count the times that I've been burned through eBay. But know that you're getting a quality device through 1UP Gaming that's going to do all your retro games and some fairly modern ones, too, and all your media stuff, too, right in your living room, right now. No need to wait. So go to the 1UP Gaming website, check it out, and I think you'll like it. Anyway, back to the show. So thank you for that, Justin. So that is our Eagle Box. <clears throat> I was showing like bits and bobs in the thing, like the remote that it comes with, the little wireless Bluetooth controller, and the remote for like when you're watching Cody and stuff on the TV, you can just press the buttons and stuff. So that is a pretty cool little box. So as I say, that's through OUGTech.co.uk, and if you go to our not Twitch, that's what we're on now. If you go to our Patreon site, which is... Oh, no. It's patreon.com slash O-U-G, which is very easy to remember because it's just three letters. If you patronize us... Sounds really bad, that, doesn't it? If you, like, basically, if you want to sponsor us, then we will send out a free gift as a thank you. If you sponsor us at the $5 or more... Then we will send out one of these little trinkets. Now it's there's a like a Witcher three sort of like pendant, a little Zelda 
thing. This one's pretty cool. Another Zelda thing where the sword comes out. And that goes back in. And we've got two colours of the Zelda hat things. Oh. So we've got something like that. And we'll like send these out to the people who sponsor us at the $5 or more. And just put that behind me for now. And also as a thank you. The first person to sponsor us, I'll send out a little, it's like a NES emulator player thing. Plays loads of like NES games, I think like 200 or something on there. And it's pretty cool. You know, you just put your batteries in and play it. But yeah, so we'll send out as a thank you. And anyone that sponsors us at the $10 or more a month, then... As a thank you, we'll send out things like a USB Mega Drive Genesis pad, a USB. Didn't hear a lot of noise now. Sort of SNES, sort of like control pad, or. God, boxes are everywhere over here. A, like PlayStation style. PlayStation 2 style pad, um, a NES, NES sort of style control pad, and oh, a Nintendo 64 style USB pad. So you can play loads of, get back to the microphone, you can play loads of like emulated games on your PC, um, just for helping us, and we will send those out for you guys, once all that goes through the Patreon site, so it's just patreon.com slash O-U-G. Right then, <clears throat> let's get on to the games I've been playing. So, first of all, Ride 2 on the PS4. Now, I'd never played the original Ride. I played the demo. It was quite good, quite fun. But this game, I sort of like, took a lot, lot of a long time for it to all install because for some unknown reason I've sort of deleted all my games off the hard drive but since the last update all my games have been re-downloaded again and I didn't realise and it was just sat when it asked to install all the data from the disc to the PS4 and it just kept saying content not installed but it didn't actually come up with a warning saying you've got no free space just saying, just trying to install but it just wouldn't so I've sorted all that out, and I was saying before how it seems like a like you're racing through towns and villages, which I want to completely say nope, nope. I've actually played through most of the game and the tracks and the career modes and things like that now, and I can clearly say that it is very much wanting to be a low budget Gran Turismo style game, but for motorbikes. You know, where you buy your bike, you can look at your bike, rotate it, look at all the details, see all the stats, go into races, tune, you, you know, just... And I don't know about anyone else, but for me, bike games, I like the idea of them, but I just don't like the really sim ones where when you're going around corners, because you've already leaned, by the time you go into the next corner, you've got to wait until your bike 
sits right and before it leans again. And it's... I never got used to the flaw of how a bike moves, whereas with cars, you just accelerate down and, you know, get into the corner as tight as you can. But I will say I've put a good few hours into it and it surprised me how well made it is. You can tell that it feels not low budget, but just not, you know, not Gran Turismo style. And because they've gone after the Gran Turismo sort of style game, for me, Gran Turismo, it lost its way after like PS2. It didn't quite recapture the magic of the sort of game. You just kept chucking more and more cars at the game where they didn't actually try to change the career or the menu system. It just seemed very bad. You know, the actual system itself, but... So this game, it's got a lot of problems with the systems and stuff, and the way the game works, but... The way it plays, it plays really nicely, so I will say Ride 2, I'd, I'd easily recommend it. I think it'll be... Not a budget game, but like £35, £40, you know, it's like not the top tier sort of game. But yeah, I'd recommend that, it's quite a good little game. Next up... FIFA 17, and with, what can you say, it's FIFA, but I'm still shocked that they've taken out the put your own face into the game, sort of for your pro, and I'm not sure, I've not really been through, but does it still have the women's football like it did last year, or the year before, I can't remember, they made a big deal of including women's football, and I, I can't see anything about women's football in this year's version but what are you going to do about it everyone knows what FIFA is so if you like FIFA the Frostbite engine if you weren't told you wouldn't really know that it was anything different so next up Robot Squad Simulator 2017 what can I say about this game the next couple of games are going to be quite funny now this is a full-on simulation game where it's like you're working in let's just say bomb disposal or things like that where the situation is too dangerous to take send a human into and you send a robot which you control so it's got like a an arm that you forwards backwards rotate got little claws and grab things and it's got like quadcopters and like five or six different like little tiny robots to control and you have different situations and you gotta go through I've only been through like the training levels on these and like you have to go through things press buttons and and it's it's a fun fun game I'm not sure how much these games are but I would recommend any of these games for a laugh it's something that you could easily just sit and spend hours just like slowly doing things and doing but yeah so that's robot squad simulator 2017 next up ships 2017 again it's another like simulator sort of game and with this one i didn't get far into the tutorial because i've got the setup that i've got I've got like my screen that I use, my recording screen on this side, so I've got two separate screens, and my microphone is in the middle. 
So if I want to look at that screen, I've got to move over here so I can see. Or if I want to look at that screen, I've got to keep this side to be able to see that side. And I, the, I didn't quite read all the instructions and it took about 20 minutes just before I worked out what I had to do. And basically, on the ship's one, on the tutorial, I had to take my big massive claw arm sort of thing, go over to where the trucks were, pick up the massive pallet crate. No, do you know the big massive containers that are on the back of trucks? The sh shipping containers, the big massive metal things. You had to take the big massive arm over the side like a big like claw game go over to the top of the truck go down hook all the corners pick it up take it back over to the ship and it had like five spaces designated where you put down one of the containers and while I could easily see myself losing hours painstakingly going through and doing bits and bobs like that to make a video and talk over it it's not the most exciting thing to do. And I think I got two or three containers done. It was just like, no, I'm done. I'm done. I'd rather just sit and just, you know, literally veg out and just do that on your own time. It's not really worth saying, oh, I'm picking another container. Oh, I'm screwing the tight. It just didn't make for good viewing. So, but again, good little game. The last game. Demolish and Build Company 2017. Again, another simulator. But this one, it was the most fleshed out full game out of these that I played. In the tutorial, it basically had you going across. So you started off where you literally had to buy a hammer or whatnot. And then you had to get a truck, so you jumped into a pickup truck, drove to a location, got out of the truck, you had to demolish sort of like pillars in the middle of a building, and you got paid for that. Then the next contract was you had to get a, not a steamroller, the, like a digger, and you had to like crush some pebbles down flat. And you had to like, take away some sort of bushes. And it's all in a full open world sort of game. So you have to drive from location to location. Get out. Then it's in full first person mode. Where you go around hit things. And get into vehicles. It goes to third person. Sort of like view. You can change view. And it is very, very satisfying to play that game. I was proper shocked at how good that game was. So that is all the games I've been playing. As I say, it's going to be a quick, quick sort of podcast. And I just wanted to mention the fact that on our sort of... I'm trying to think what I'm going to say now. The YouTube channel that we have got, um, we... I was just going to sort of say the actual amount of... Ooh, wrong button. The amount of views that we've had. So, we have had over 230,000 views on our videos. And do you know how much money that's made me? Have a guess. Go on, have a guess. £44. 
for 230,000 views. Over a quarter of a million views and only £45. Which I think is quite, quite bad, but anyway. So we will go into this week's news, so I'll play this. So that's made by Tim Love. Or do you guys prefer this one instead? And now, it's this week's news with 1UP Gaming. I I like the silly one, the news, news, news. So I guess we have to get the big news out of the way. Big, massive, breaking news. There's a new Ridge Racer. Unfortunately, it's for iOS and Android, and it's called Ridge Racer Draw and Drift. Basically, the game looks okay, like Ridge Racer Slipstream, where that looks nice. Whereas this one, you physically don't control the car. It comes up with the bird's eye view of the map, of the track. And you literally draw with your finger where your car will be going round the track. The faster you go, the faster the car goes. The slower you go, the slower the car. But the longer the drift is within the corners. So you have to strategize. And then as the game's playing, it automatically races. And you tap the screen at the right time to start the drifts in the corners. So, I am very disappointed with this game. Bandai Namco, what are you doing with one of my favourite gaming franchises? I love Ridge Racer. And, when was the last Ridge Racer game? Was it, probably Ridge Racer 3D for the 3DS. Oh no, no, there was a Vita, the Vita one. There wasn't one for the PS4, there wasn't one for the Wii U. There was one for PS3. Yeah, it's probably the Vita, isn't it? Yeah, probably the Ridge Racer Vita game. Which... Um, I don't know why they can't just... Because it, it'll be easy to do to emulate the arcade sort of engine. And then also emulate PS1, PS2, PS3 sort of style. The Xbox 361. And also the... You know, the... 3DS, the DS, the 64, all the individual tracks where you can play each individual game as it's originally intended with the graphics of that original game, either arcade or PS1 sort of games, or it's got like a new shiny like PS4, Xbox One sort of graphical style, and you can just race any track, any car within the whole series. Now, to me, that doesn't sound that hard, but I don't know. That's what I would like, but I just don't think Bandai Namco are going to be doing much. So I guess we'll go into Nintendo news. Now, everyone that watches this and knows me knows that I'm not the biggest Nintendo fan. I think it's because... I never originally had a Nintendo system. I had a Sega Mass system and a Sega Mega Drive and then a Sega Saturn, then a Dreamcast. 
and then Sega died. And then a little part of me died inside. But I I had a 64, which was fun. We only played like two or three games, just went around to mates. I just had four-player games on it. And that was really it, really. So a lot of the people that go on about Nintendo, I don't have that deep love of the games that everyone else sort of has. And I just think in the last 10, 15 years... They've had like five games that are just re-released every year and it's just a bit, you know, people get sick of other developers doing the same thing but for some reason Nintendo gets a pass with it. But anyway, Nintendo Switch, which is the new name for what the Nintendo NX was and I don't know what all these like, like watching videos, reaction videos because from when I saw the trailer, it was exactly what I thought it was going to be. So I don't know why they're all going, oh my god, it's so it's No, it's exactly what it's supposed to be. It's a handheld tablet thing that you take out on the go that fits into a dock and you put on the TV. There's nothing really else with that. Now I will say, unlike the Wii U where the controller, which I've always said looks like a Fisher-Price controller... Same as like the GameCube control pad with the big massive one button in the middle. Always looked like a baby's first controller. And this one, it actually looks really nice. You know, so good. And I will say, I'm really looking forward to this. I basically, I've put the PlayStation VR on hold. And I believe I'll be getting the Nintendo Switch instead. Because, now, the games that it showed, the Mario, if it goes back to Mario 64, yes, I'm interested. But, I'm not a big fan of the Mario 3D World sort of games. On the 3DS, it worked quite nicely, but on a console, it's like, I hate the four-player bump into everyone and knock each other off. It's just annoying. I hated Splatoon. I wanted to love it. The art style and music were amazing. But the controls are hated with the pad. So maybe with the controls hopefully fixed with the analogs, you know, one up, one down sort of thing, like the Xbox One and the Xbox 360, which looks very sort of like a 360 pad. Hopefully it'll play a lot better and I'll be interested in that. I've never been a big fan of Smash Brothers, hated it with a passion for the Wii U. And Mario Kart 8, I loved. But after playing the same circuits, you know, you have to do the same thing over and over to unlock more things. And after about four or five times through, I was like, I'm done. The multiplayer was horrible. I want, I just want battle mode. That's all I want, battle mode. Really good battle mode. And not from the tracks. I want, like, desig, desig, designated, dedicated battle sort of cer- like arenas. Like it was in the SNES and the 64 sort of thing. But... That's that. So the Joy-Cons that flip off, that sound, that, that's quite cool, where you can actually pass it to a mate and have like two players. Uh, that's quite nice. I do like the fact that you can plug them into a pad style thing to make it bigger, to make it feel like you're holding something. Because holding two things in two separate hands, I never liked. I didn't like that on the Wii. You know, it just felt weird. But yes, the Nintendo Switch, I am really looking forward to it. 
battery life, I'm not too bothered because I don't really play games on the go. I would rather just sit on the couch and play, you know, which I wanted to do that with the Wii U, but unfortunately I had the Wii U in the bedroom and it wouldn't even go into the next room on the couch. I had to, yeah, I could, the way my house was, the bedroom is in the corner, the then there's like a toilet, which it would work, it'd fit within the bathroom sort of size, but it wouldn't go to the other side of the house where the front room is and the spare room in the kitchen. And so I could play with it in bed, or in the bedroom, or in the bathroom when you're on the toilet, which is an amazing thing to do. And But it wouldn't go to the other side of the room, to, so if I was sat on the couch it just wouldn't find the signal for the Wii U, which... That was annoying, because I don't really sit on the bed playing games. But the Switch, because it's like a dedicated, handheld console, you know, that that should be a lot better. So that is the Nintendo Switch. And lastly, I just wanted to go over the Red Dead Redemption 2, which I'm in the camp that I think that They've just called it that because of brand recognition and they wanted to get people's attention. It would have made much more sense to call it something else, like Red Dead Revolver. No, <laughs> Revolver was the first one. You know, Renegade, you know, anything like that with an R. So it would have been Revolver, Redemption, Renegade, you know, something. So it's just the Red Dead series. And people are saying, oh, but, like, Take Two or whatever didn't do the original Red Dead Re- Revolver. So, yeah, but they didn't do Max Payne 1 or 2, but they still call it Max Payne 3. You know, they didn't call it something completely different just to change the brand. So I just think that they could have done something else. With the teaser trailer, it was more of a, a world teaser, so you got to see a bit of the world. Now... I must be the only person in existence that I uh, saw it. I thought hey, it looks all right. Some of the character movement looks a bit stilted. It just, you know, it doesn't look amazingly great, but it looked okay. Now I didn't think Red Dead Redemption was the be-all and end-all of games. I played a couple of hours and just gave up. Open worlds are not my thing. I, mean, I didn't even like uh, Grand Theft Auto Five. I thought that was really bad. Um. I'm more of a, a gamer that plays those games where I just run people over, kill people and just wait to see how many cops I can destroy. I don't really go through the missions. I just don't feel them satisfying. But the game, Red Dead Redemption 2, looks nice. I was shocked that it wasn't April, May next year. I would have been sure that they'd have tried to keep that sort of time frame. But it says like winter 2017. Or fall 2017, wherever you are in the world. So, that is it for episode 178 of the One Up Gaming podcast. Please go to our website, which is oneupgaming.co.uk. Please go to our sales site, which is ougtech.co.uk. We're on Patreon, which is patreon.com slash OUG. We have t-shirts and merchandise at bluecyborg.com. Just search 1UpGaming. Remember, our album, Games in Spade Music, is out now. 
and 20% of each sale will be going to the Child Play Charity. We're on Facebook, we're on YouTube, we're on Twitch. Just search One Up Gaming, and on Twitch it's twitch.tv slash OUG official. If you want to follow us on Twitter or tweet us, it's at OUG official. And if you want to email us, ugh, breakfast is coming back up. It is contact at oneupgaming.co.uk. And the podcast itself, please subscribe to us on iTunes and give us five stars, positive feedback. It helps when people are actually searching. It lifts us up the rankings when people have put like retro podcast or gaming podcast, things like that. So that is all from me, David, from 1UP Gaming, saying thank you all for watching, thank you all for listening, and I'll be back with hopefully someone else and maybe even a couple of people next week. Thank you. Goodbye. Hey guys, Justin here. I just wanted to say that I've been thinking about you. I've been thinking about you a lot. Yes, you in particular, in that way. And I wanted to say... I think you're great. I've always said that about you. And I was wondering, if you think we're great, if you could give us a quick rating on iTunes, we'd really appreciate it. It would really, really help us out in that, you know, podcasty sort of way. And if you're feeling particularly festive, perhaps even a little saucy, maybe stop by our Patreon page at www.patreon.com slash O-U-G and see if you can't slip a few bucks our way. After all, every little penny or whatever space money they use in Europe helps out the show. Thanks for listening. OUG Gaming will always be free, but with your support, we can always move forward and always be better.